This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Uh, I'm here to tell you today that astronomers across the world for decades are complete absolute idiots when it comes to the UFO and extraterrestrial subject. They don't know what they're talking about. Uh, but unfortunately, mainstream news outlets always seem to turn to astronomers for some reason, I don't know why, uh, when it comes to the question of uh, life coming from other worlds here to Earth. And for the most part, over the, all these decades, since uh, the birth of the uh, ongoing UFO uh, problem since 1947, for the most part, astronomers across the world uh, have provided nothing, nothing of, of, of worth at all to this topic, at all. They don't really research it. They do nothing except sit on their duffs and they uh, ridicule it along with many people in the mainstream news uh, because of things that the government has talked about and lied about over decades. That's, that's what they've been doing. They're useless. They're completely, absolutely useless when it comes to this subject and they should not be considered experts. They're not. They're not experts. They're experts at uh, theorizing about how long the universe has existed, how many galaxies there are, how many planets there are, how many suns there are out there. And it's amazing, actually, when you really think about it, because uh, the stuff that astronomers actually talk about, the, the facts of the situation of, that they know, that they, that they are experts in, when you look at what they do talk about, you would think that they would be open to this subject and, and more uh, interested in it, in, in the fact that there, there are things here. There is an extraterrestrial presence here on Earth. Do you think they would take some of these reports more seriously? Uh, but they do not. Uh, and, uh, for instance, Neil deGrasse Tyson, probably the most famous astronomer we have these days, very interesting personality. He's written a number of books. He's always on TV promoting his latest book. He was just on News Nation recently talking with Elizabeth Vargas, uh, and he had some interesting things to say, and I'm going to go through some of these things. Uh, let's see what he had to say here. He said, uh, he's talking. He was talking about the uh, bodies, the alien bodies, the corpses, the ancient corpses that were found in uh, in Nazca that they're talking about in Mexico right now. And he's talking about that. And he says, uh, now that they have them on display, that's intriguing. They look awfully humanoid, by the way, to have come from another planet. Scientifically, that this is a start. And now we say, share the data with other people, share tissue samples, so that other labs can investigate. That's uh, that's how we roll, scientists. That's how they roll. They they look at. I I actually agree with them on there. I think that the, uh, the tissues and and all kinds of uh, evidence that's being uh, extracted from those alien bodies. Well, they're they're listed here as mummies, but they're really not mummies. But any kind of that that should be shared with scientists across the world, so so uh, we can come to a consensus as to uh, what these uh, beings are. Are they actually beings from another world? Are they actually non-human? human-shaped creatures? Is that what, the, what are they? I mean, we need to figure that out. So I do agree with him on there. But for the most part, uh, this, is, this is a guy who uh, for the, basically ridicules the subject of extraterrestrials, makes dumb statements on a regular basis about it. Like, for instance, he, he doesn't understand why if somebody's getting abducted by an alien, why don't they grab an ashtray when they're inside the spaceship so they can bring it back and show it to us? 
uh, things like that. He has no understanding of this phenomenon whatsoever. That's that's something that seems very difficult uh, for an abductee to do. Um, <clears throat> and he's also been very critical of uh, David Grush, the whistleblower, the former Air Force official, who's saying there is a, a government crash retrieval and reverse engineering programs. Uh, so he, he's critical of that. He says he wants him to show the evidence. And, uh, I, you know, Grush, how, he doesn't have the evidence to show. He was talking with people. What part of the story of, of David Grush doesn't Neil deGrasse Tyson understand? Uh, he, Grush was talking with people working in these programs. He was shown documentation that corroborated what these people were telling him. He doesn't have the end-all proof to show up on News Nation and show the world. He, just, he doesn't have access to that. Uh, you could have to imagine that these things are are under top high secure top security. There's nothing anybody can do, most likely, to get that uh, evidence and bring it out into the world to show everyone. That's just something that's uh, I, I would find very difficult for anyone to do. Uh, and then some of the other things he's been saying. Uh, he does believe that there's life out in the universe. He says this, here's a direct quote. He says, I can tell you that I wouldn't be terrified if the universe were filled with life. I mean, that'd be great. We're here. That would be just fine. Let's learn more about them. Well, actually, why aren't you trying to learn more about them? I mean, you had people over the over the decades talking about this. There's been uh, physical trace evidence that's been collected. Have you ever looked at that? There's been uh, objects that have been removed from alien abductees by uh, people like the late Dr. Roger Lear, uh, unearthly objects, uh, implants have you ever studied that stuff have you ever looked at some of the very compelling uh video and photographic evidence have you ever given that any consideration see none of that's considered evidence uh, as far as astronomers like neil degrasse tyson are concerned they're just it's just not they, they but but they don't do anything they don't try to get any more evidence they they hear the stories there is some evidence out there there's physical trace cases where there's evidence after these things land where vegetation is burned and and there's indentations in the ground sometimes there's footprints uh but they don't really care about that kind of thing they don't want to look into that they're not interested in it for some reason instead they're more interested in like neil degrasse tyson he's more interested in showing up on tv and uh to sell his next book to promote his next book and and then sit there and laugh and chuckle about ufos and extraterrestrials for the most part uh, anyway, let's look. Let's go look at uh, this article a little bit more from News Nation. Uh, of course, I'll leave the links for everything that I'm sharing here. Uh, he's talking about David Grush. He says if he's got aliens in a locked box somewhere and no one can see it, that's the same thing to a scientist as having no alien at all if it can't be shared with the scientific community. Okay, well, David Grush personally obviously does not have that evidence to, in a locked box somewhere, but there are people within the United States government that do. And people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, instead of ridiculing the people that experience these things, that, that see uh, an extraterrestrial or see UFOs, instead of ridiculing those people, he should be uh, demanding that the United States government release this data on this stuff so the government could... Uh, so, so the people could scientists like himself could study it and understand what and try to try to come to some kind of understanding of exactly what's going on but he doesn't seem to be interested in that in fact uh from what i gathered from this recent interview he seems like he's more interested in helping with the cover-up he says this uh 
He said that if, uh, according to News Nation, Tyson says the military should study UAP if they found them, but pushed back on the idea that everything about them should be disclosed if the information puts the public at risk. And here's a direct quote from him. He says, if there's something we don't understand flying around, yes, military, go check it out. And if it's a threat to us, do something about it. That's what we pay you for. There's a Pentagon that's charged with figuring this out, and I would expect some of that to be classified. We recognize that the United States military is making an informed judgment about what they withhold from us and what they don't. Well, let me tell you, they've been making an informed judgment now for over 75 years, for 76 years now. Since uh, 1947, there's been an informed judgment where they're not letting anybody know, nobody know outside of a certain group that they've hand-selected uh, to know what's going on, to know what they know, to know that they've been retrieving crashed objects that are are, are not of this world, right? They, they don't want anyone to know about that. And so obviously it seems like Tyson's all A-OK with this. So now I get it, right? There's some aspects of the uh, of this cover-up that I understand why they're covering it up. For instance, the reverse engineering aspects of it. You don't want some enemy country uh, to know what you learned uh, via reverse engineering recovered extraterrestrial craft. That's completely understandable. However, the rest of it, the extraterrestrial reality parts of it, that part, that those aspects of it need to be uh, released to the public. That information needs to be provided to the public. But uh, apparently Tyson, again, Tyson along with others, other astronomers for the most part for decades, this is how they are. They're useless. They they don't provide any co- sort of inf- good information. They don't provide any sort of good uh, suggestions or advice on, on how uh, uh, people who want disclosure should move forward. Instead, he sits back and, and, and for the most part ridicules it and makes dumb statements. Grab an, ash, grab an alien ashtray next time you're, you're abducted. That's, that's absurd. That's ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, you know, just, I want to talk about, you know, I was reading one of his books. Uh, this is Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. Now, I just want to point some things out here that he, that he says in this book. He, it starts off here, in the beginning, and this is the beginning of the universe, right? In the beginning, nearly 14 billion years ago, all the space and all the matter and all the energy of the known universe was contained in a volume less than one trillionth the size of the period that ends this sentence. Okay, now just I want you to consider what he said there. This is what astronomers like Neil deGrasse Tyson contend that this entire universe right before the Big Bang was a small, smaller than the period in uh, in the piece of paper that uh, is in this book. Smaller than that, one trillionth the size. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's a Big Bang and here we are, right? Well, the human race wasn't here for a long time yet, but the the universe was formed, basically, in, in, in that one instant right from that tiny little tiny smaller than a period that you're that you see in your magazine right smaller than that all the way to this vast universe that we that we are are part of right now now it's it's fine i find it hard to believe that you have astronomers who are able to ridicule easily go on tv and ridicule uh this topic on a regular basis for decades now but yet they're not considering that what's happening here. What 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 is going on right now in the, with the human with this ex- entire existence? I mean, for instance, uh, think about this. Okay, uh, right now we're on this big giant ball. It's called Earth, and it's spinning at a thousand miles per hour. Meanwhile, it's spinning around the sun 
at 67,000 miles per hour. The sun and the entire solar system, meanwhile, is spinning at 448,000 miles per hour. The Milky Way galaxy, which is with this solar system, along with a whole bunch of other solar systems that is uh, that are part of it, it's spinning at 1.3 million miles per hour. And then there's all these other galaxies all around us. There's as many as 400 billion other suns in the Milky Way, along with uh, a trillion planets, a trillion planets in this galaxy alone that we are in. And it's estimated that there are as many as 2 trillion other galaxies in the universe. Other 2 trillion. As many as 2 trillion. We don't really know. These are just all estimates, of course. But uh, you see where this is going. Meanwhile, there are over... And I've talked about this before. There are over 700 quintillion planets in the universe. And one quintillion has 18 zeros. Uh, One quintillion contains a million trillions. Uh, And then the Milky Way along with the two trillion other galaxies, they're teeming with life. There's no question, right? It's obvious. I mean, with with the, the massive number of other planets in this universe in which we live, within just this galaxy alone and the other galaxies all surrounding this galaxy, there, this, there's no question. It's teeming with life. They're coming here. There, there are all kinds of things coming here and checking us out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Uh, and then here's another one. The, the universe is 13.8 billion years old. Uh, now, just recently, earlier this year, there was some other scientist who now claims that it actually, he believes that it's 26.7 billion years old. But whatever the case, uh, astronomers, scientists, they, they've determined that Earth is about 4.5 billion years old. Uh, now, as far as human beings, we've only been around here uh, the way we are now for about 200,000 uh, years. That's about it, okay? Uh, the earliest hominins uh, are thought to have appeared as, uh, as early as 7 million B.C. Uh, the earliest species of the Homo genus appeared about 2 million to 1.5 million years B.C. Uh, and so, and we've been around for about 200,000 years. That's more or less. Uh, now, you know, when I was growing up, I, I was, I was taught that there's nine planets in the solar systems. Now, of course that's changed now. Now there's now astronomers have told us there's, there's really only eight. Uh, they kicked Pluto off that list. Pluto's now considered a dwarf planet along with a couple other, a few other ones. Uh, so we have all these, we're in this solar system. We're on this ball floating around in this vast void of space spinning at incredible speeds right and in, in, in multiple different the earth is spinning the the earth is revolving around the sun and meanwhile the gal the galaxy that we're in is is revolving a, a, around the universe 
And you're going to tell me, you're going to sit there and, and laugh at people who uh, experience extraterrestrials, see UFOs. You're going to laugh at people who say that there's, the government's covering this up. You're going you're gonna to point a finger at them and, show, and demand that they show the proof instead of going to the government and demanding, hey, the government, you need to come clean already. The world needs to know about this. But of course, uh, uh, that's not the case, of course, as we know. But I'm going to go back to Tyson's book here. I just want to read uh, uh, another section here. This is from page uh, 32 from his book, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. Uh, he, what, what happened before the universe? This is what he writes. What happened before the beginning? Astrophysicists have no idea, or rather uh, our most creative ideas have little or no grounding in experimental science. In response, some religious people assert, with a tinge of righteousness, that something must have started at all, a force greater than all others, a source from which everything issues, a prime mover. In the mind of such a person, that something is, of course, God. But what if the universe was always there in a state or condition we have yet to identify, a multiverse, for instance, that continually births universe? Or what if the universe just popped into existence from nothing? Or what if everything we know and love were just a computer simulation rendered for entertainment by a super-intelligent alien species? These philosophically fun ideas usually satisfy nobody. Nonetheless, they remind us that ignorance is is the natural state of mind for a research scientist. People who believe they are ignorant of nothing have neither looked for nor stumbled upon the boundary between what is known and unknown in the universe. What we do know and what we can assert without further hesitation is that the universe had a beginning. The universe continues to evolve, and yes, every one of our body at body's atoms is traceable to the Big Bang and to the thermonuclear furnaces within high-mass stars that exploded more than 5 billion years ago. We are stardust brought to life, then empowered by the universe to figure itself out, and we have only just begun. Now, that's... Isn't that very nice that he writes something like that? But uh, consider, I mean, somebody who thinks this way is not going to uh, give the time of day to reports of people exper experiencing uh, uh, extraterrestrial encounters or seeing UFOs. They're not going to really give that any kind of consideration because he says, uh, along with a bunch of other astronomers, that there's absolutely no evidence. But there is evidence. There is evidence. Just because uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and a lot of these his astronomy uh, kinfolk, because they don't believe that uh, they can't cull anything just from simple reports doesn't mean it's not real. They just haven't done their homework. They're lazy. They're lazy. They bring nothing to this whole debate over what's going on here. Nothing. Nothing to the, uh, to the UFO or extraterrestrial uh, reality. They just bring nothing to this argument, really, except... Uh, they're just like they're debunkers basically that's what they are they're debunkers they don't want to address the situation that's going on right here right now uh, for decades and who knows how long really. really we really don't know it's just that we really didn't start noticing these things until the 40s and by this point now of course as we all know we've all uh, come to certain some of us have come to certain conclusions uh, about what's going on it's extraterrestrial or like some people assert it could be interdimensional or whatever but there's an intelligent life among us right now but these people these people in the astronomical professions uh for the most part have have turned their backs on this they don't want to study it. instead they'll look through their telescopes people like neil degrasse tyson they'll write their books they'll go on tv they'll they'll further the stigmatization of this and uh, they just don't seem to care uh, and I don't know why uh, we're 
we're looking at these people. I mean, you're going to try to tell me that all of these cases over the years, right? Some of them. Okay, let's say for instance, just let me pull one out of the out of the top of my head here: the Westall 1966 incident in Westall School in Melbourne, Australia, where like 200 to 300 kids and staff of a school saw a flying saucers flying around and jet fighters coming after them and then the, the flying saucers playing a game of cat and mouse with them one of the, some of the saucers came down to the ground then flew back up flew away at incredible speeds right and then you have a whole bunch of dumbbells debunkers over the years all saying oh it was a balloon uh, we all know it wasn't a balloon the, the people who were there right the, the witnesses many witnesses right many many the people who were there said that these were solid silver objects flying around doing things that aircraft that humankind has invented uh has had invented cannot do uh you look at something like the lonnie zamora case from 1964 in new mexico uh i mean he that that was a police officer he sees in the desert right outside of uh, socorro new mexico right outside in the desert he sees uh uh, he comes upon a landed flying craft a flying egg-shaped craft with two diminutive beings walking around it when they see him they get inside the thing and the thing takes off blasts off and then silently just drifts away that's not something that human beings made that's extraterrestrial uh there's just so many different stories so many different cases so so many the the pascagoula 1973 incident those two guys calvin parker uh charles hickson right they they get abducted while they're fishing on a dock in Pascagoula, Mississippi, uh, by by three robotic type of creatures that floated out of some craft and then dragged them in, right? All all of the and that these are just famous cases I'm bringing up. There's there's tens of thousands of stories like this, right? And then these people they tell their stories and what happens to them? They get ridiculed. They get ridiculed. And people like Neil deGrasse Tyson and his all these other people, astrophysicists astronomers whatever right all of the, all they, they'll show up on tv and say we have no evidence there is no proof well, what, what what about all these witnesses these eyewitnesses if, if like if the case of the aerial school like i've talked about before the 1994 incident in in zimbabwe the aerial school where all those school kids saw uh landed flying saucer and alien beings one of the alien beings speaking telepathically if that were to go to court right it would be a proven fact after the uh, court uh, after the uh, verdict was delivered that they, they actually did see what they said they saw right it'd be extra be deemed extraterrestrial it had to be what else could it be i know from my own experiences that i've seen these things there's things out there but yet these people just can't get on board with it they just don't want to go near it because they're afraid it's going to affect their careers or something i don't know more so in the past than today and that's why i say people like neil degrasse tyson need to start should they should be banging their fists on the on the table and demanding that the government release what it has on this and let the world know the truth already i don't know how anybody could study this or look at the at the data that's been compiled to this point and walk away thinking it's all a hoax the whole thing is a giant hoax or all these people lying for decades that's impossible it's impossible in addition to that we have all the photographic evidence all the video evidence the the turkey ufo videos from 2007 8 and 9 with with turkish fishermen you actually have evidence videos that were deemed authentic by uh, experts video experts and and scientists from four different countries that looked at it and said this was not a hoax it's these are true anomalies and there's nobody's lying about this and they're alien beings you can see them in the ship and here we are we're still playing these stupid games you have congress actually obviously people in congress right now 
uh, they wouldn't be talking the way they are. They wouldn't be trying to pass these, they wouldn't have tried to pass that uh, UAP Disclosure Act if they didn't really know that something's going on. They obviously know. They've seen enough behind the scenes stuff that the public hasn't seen yet. Obviously, they've they've talked to some people, uh, some other whistleblowers. We, we know this, right? There's been like 40 whistleblowers that have been, at least, right, that in addition to Grush, we don't really know all of them yet. Some of them are starting to uh, come out and, and talk about it, but... It, there's a lot of people that are starting to tell the truth. I mean, did Neil deGrasse Tyson ever do any real research into this? Or, or is he just just trying to sell his books on TV and, and make fun of it just just because he knows that that's, people will get a kick out of it? Or some people will. Not, not people in the UFO community, of course. People in the UFO community are upset about this. They're upset about how uh, astronomers handle this. Uh, you, you, I, there's some. There, there was an article I found online today, and I got to go through this. To me, it's it's absolute fiction. It, it's, called, it's it was from Universe Today, and and this article was from uh, 2000 and let me see 2022. It was it was published, and to me, it's absolute fiction. It says here it's talking about it's humanity's going to ha- have to wait for another 400,000 years before they'll be able to contact alien civilizations. The whole problem is we've already we're already been getting contacted with. Why well, I, I know I saw one of these beings with my own eyes, right? When I was a kid, I know, right? I've seen one of the craft on a different occasion, of course, like I talk about all the time with a wit- with a witness. They're already here. And then you have tens of thousands. We, we don't even know. I don't know how many different reports there's been uh, different people stepping forward over the years talking about what they experienced. But it has to be in the millions by this point, right? But anyway, you read this and it's like, why? These people are living in a different uh, universe than we are. Maybe there isn't. Maybe uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's right about one thing. Maybe there are multi, there is a multiverse and there's a whole, there's, there's, maybe there's parallel universes or something because I, the, to me, right, they're just completely ignoring their UFO reports, the extraterrestrial encounter reports. They're ignoring all of it. But listen to some of this story, and it's, it's like fictional. It's actually almost laughable. It says, humanity will need to survive about 400,000 years if we want any chance of hearing from an alien civilization. What? We're, we've already there. We've already heard from alien civilization. They're here. We, we, our, our government is hiding this fact from us. They're hiding evidence that would support this reality. That's what's going on. But anyway, let's continue here. It says, if there are so many galaxies, stars, and planets, where are all the aliens, and why haven't we heard from them? Again, this is absolutely absurd. They are here. We have heard from them. There's been millions of people over over the decades talking about uh, seeing UFOs, obvious craft that were not manufactured by humans, right? There's been people, tens of thousands of people who've talked about alien abductions. There's been thousands of people who talked about seeing aliens, uh, uh, encountering aliens and uh, landed craft, seeing aliens walking around. They're here already. Well, what are these people talking about? It says, those are the simple questions at the heart of the Fermi paradox. Of course, the Fermi paradox says, if, there, if there's all this life out there, where are all the aliens? Well, I, like I talked about in the past before, the Fermi paradox is garbage. It's, that, doesn't, that, that doesn't hold any water. It's stupid. It's dumb. Why are we still talking about the Fermi paradox? I mean, I don't get it. You have people, again, David Grush testified under oath about the reality that we have recovered extraterrestrial craft and that we are reverse engineering it. Right. He testified under oath. He, 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 you know, if, if he's lying, that means he goes to jail. He's not lying. And along, there's a whole bunch of other whistleblowers, too, who we haven't heard from yet, who've testified behind the scenes that we don't know about. 
Anyway, it says here, in a new paper, a pair of researchers asked the next, next obvious question. How long will we have to survive to hear from another alien civilization? Their answer, 400,000 years. Uh, well, let me tell you, we've already heard. This is, this is totally wrong. We've already heard from them. We've already, we already know. They've met with us already on numerous occasions, multiple people. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. says here 400,000 years is a long time for a species that's only been around for a couple hundred thousand years and only discovered farming about 12,000 years ago but 400,000 years is how long we'll need to keep this human experiment going if we want to hear from any alien civilizations that's according to some new research into communicating extraterrestrial intelligent civilizations or SETIs C-E-T-I-S not S-E-T-I-S the other one says here, the paper is called The Number of Possible SETIs Within Our Galaxy and the Communication Probability Among These SETIs. The authors are Wenji Song and He Gao, both from the Department of Astronomy at Beijing Normal University. This paper is published in the Astrophysical Journal. And here's, here's a quote from it. It says, as the only advanced intelligent civilization on the Earth, one of the most puzzling questions for humans is whether our existence is unique, the authors state. There have been many studies on extraterrestrial civilizations in the past decades. There certainly have been, even though it is difficult to study something we're not even sure exists, but that doesn't stop us. Okay, let me just stop there for a second. Okay, uh, it's already here. Again, this is like this is written by some astronomers, right, for an astronomical, astronomical journal, right, talking about that uh, we don't know what's out there. That's because you're not looking at what's here already, what's coming here, the presence that is here already. You're not considering any of the evidence that has compiled over the years. Again, ask, these astronomers are completely useless in, when it comes to this topic. They've completely dropped the ball on this one, completely. They've let us down. They've let the human race down. Astronomers, for the most part, not all of them, there's, there are, there's a handful of them, right, for sure, uh, that are on a different side of the equation here, but but these guys here, they've they've they don't even know what they're talking about. They have no idea. They're, this is complete absolute fiction. It says here, studying other civilizations in any way is confounding because we only have one data point: humans on Earth. Still, many researchers have tackled the question as a kind of thought experiment using rigorous scientific guidelines. One study from 2020, for example, concluded that there are likely 36 cities in the Milky Way. Okay, yeah, there was a study. I want to stop there for a second. There was a study done in 2020 that said there was there's potentially 36, just 36 
other uh, civilizations, intelligent uh, inhabitants, intelligent civilizations in this in the Milky Way alone. But then two years later, ju- just two years later, in Forbes, here's, there's, there's an article uh, uh, that I was looking at from Forbes earlier. Two years later, uh, an- another study comes forward saying that there could be 42,777 intelligent alien civilizations in our galaxy, scientists say. So which one is it? Anyway, uh, let's continue here. Uh, it says, how many studies might exist is tied up with how long we might have to wait to hear from one. We have always wanted to know the answers to the following questions. First, how many studies exist in the Milky Way? This is a challenging question. We can only learn from a single known data point ourselves, the authors write. Well, we could probably learn something from our own governments, because uh, I'm sure that the United States government, for instance, has an idea of at least some of these uh, civilizations, because some of them here ca- came here and they crashed in their craft when they got here. How many do we know? Uh, how many different kinds have crashed here, or, or are they all from the same place? We should have; some, they should have some idea, but these people don't even consider that. That's not part of the, their uh, the way they deal with things. Then it talks about the Drake equation. It says, based on our growing knowledge of the Milky Way, the Drake equation tries to estimate how many SETIs uh, there may be in our galaxy. The Drake equation has its flaws, as many critics have explained. For example, some of its variables are little more than conjecture, so the number of civilizations it calculates isn't reliable. But the Drake equation is more of a thought experiment than an actual calculation. We have to start somewhere, and it gets us started. It got the... Auth- and then, then here's... Uh, the article states, it says it got the authors of this new study started too. Uh, and then the researchers said, most studies on this problem are based on the Drake equation. The obvious difficulty of this method is that it is uncertain and unpredictable to quantify the probability that life may appear on a suitable planet and eventually develop into an advanced communicating civilization. Anyway, it says here, if you're skeptical, skeptical, yeah. If you're skeptical about any of this, you're not alone. We, we can't know scientifically how many other civilizations there are, or even if any exist. We're not knowledgeable enough. Let me just stop there for a second. We know that some of them exist because some of them are here. People have seen some of these beings. They're here. They're coming from someplace else. Again, uh, well, I was talking about earlier, uh, some of the uh, numbers were well, what we're looking at here. I mean, the size of uh, the number of planets in the Milky Way alone. We're talking about a trillion, a trillion planets in this galaxy alone. And then there's over two trillion other galaxies. There's most certainly other intelligent life out there. And some of that intelligent life has figured out ways to travel through the uh, expansive uh, distances of space to get here. And I believe what's going on here, if you if you look at all the different reports, there's all kinds of beings, right, that people run into. Now, of course, there seems to be uh, short, the, the grays, or, or there seem to be the predominant ones that people see. But again, there's there's so many different kinds of reports and so many different kinds of beings. There's the, the 10 foot tall, 9 to 10 foot tall beings that those people in Las Vegas encountered uh, earlier this year. I mean, there's, who knows? I mean, for it's it's how many could be out there when probably they probably don't even know the aliens themselves probably don't even know right the ones that are coming here the ones that have are extremely way more advanced than we are they probably don't even know but the the reality is that they are they do exist and they're here they're here these people are missing the boat they don't get it they're useless they're useless when it comes to the subject they need to just stick to their theories about the universe and the galaxy and everything else and just i don't know why they're they're not experts when it comes to this subject why are they always being taught asked these questions when they're brought on tv i don't get it 
Anyway, uh, I'll finish up with this article. It says, uh, so how did they come up with 400,000 years if we don't even know how many cities there might be? It says the pair of researchers aren't the first to tackle this question. Their paper outlines some of the previous scientific efforts to understand the incidence of other civilizations in the Milky Way. For example, they reference a 2020 study estimating that there are 36 cities in the Milky Way. That number came from calculations involving galactic star formation histories, uh, metal metallicity distributions and the likelihood of stars hosting earth-like planets in their habitable zones that paper clarifies that the subject of extraterrestrial intelligent and communicative civilizations will remain entirely in the domain of hypothesis until any positive detection is made but they also point out that scientists can still produce valuable models based on logical assumptions that may at least produce plausible estimates of the occurrence rate of such civilizations um i again i just i'm not going to read the rest of this article i'll leave i'll leave the link so you can check it out for yourself but like I, i'm i guess the point i'm trying to make here is that they just don't consider the evidence that we already have here like none of it counts none of it i mean even though there is some hard evidence that goes along with this like like for instance the objects that were removed from alien abductees objects that make no sense that, that they shouldn't be there that why aren't they interested in finding out about those about learning what where they came from why aren't they interested in the physical trace evidence left behind by these craft what what how come they're not demand how, after the whistleblower uh uh, David Grush talked this earlier this year. Why aren't they demanding that more information come out? Why, why, that the government releases information instead? What do they do? They say, "Oh, we just don't believe him for the most." That's basically what they're doing, right? Oh, I I don't know if I believe what David Grush says. That's what they're doing. But yet, there's even before David Grush, there's been different whistleblowers that have that have talked about this. There there were people who. Uh, for instance, I've been reading some Leonard Stringfield. He's uh, a late U, uh, investigator uh, who did a lot of research into crash retrievals uh, uh, from the 70s into the 90s be, uh, before he died. There's 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 a lot of cases out there, and, and a lot of people have talked to Leonard Stringfield. A lot of them had to do so anonymously because they were afraid of the repercussions, but he did talk to a lot of people, a lot of credible people. There, we have alien bodies on ice. There's no question about it. You need to do your research. You need to start these astronomers, right? They need to demand that the government uh, release this information, make it public to the scientific community. Because right now, for people like me listening to these astronomers, they're making fools out of themselves. They sound like absolute morons. Because it is real, despite what any debunker tells you, what anybody tells you out there, right? I'm telling you right now, this is real. They're really already here. There's something here. Anyway, I guess that was the point I want to make today is just the fact that I, I just believe that uh, astronomers, uh, they need to get it together because they're, they're, they need to get a grip. They need to get a grip on this. They, they sound like total, absolute idiots. They are completely, complete. Uh, and you know, what's funny about them too, even Neil deGrasse Tyson, a lot of the stuff that they do, it's, it's a lot of theory. There's a lot of theory out there, right? I mean, again, for a long, I grew up believing that there were nine planets in the solar system. It turns out, guess what? That's wrong. Pluto's not a uh, planet, they say. It's, it's a dwarf planet, so that doesn't count. Okay, a lot, they make mistakes. I mean, you have 
Uh, they've been telling us for years it's what 13.8 billion years old the universe now somebody else is saying it's 26.7 billion years old which is it a lot of their stuff is based on theory right but they're saying that it's one of these things that's they try to make it sound like that but they don't consider anything that's really going on here on this planet on this ball that's floating out in a void of space you're gonna, gonna tell me that that's too fantastic to believe that there could be other beings out there that are way more advanced than we are that were around probably long before we even developed for all we know they could be a billion years more advanced than we are and they figured obviously they figured out that they've come in here but they don't want to believe that they don't want to accept it instead they want to talk this this other their own theories that's okay their own theories but they don't even want to consider evidence there is evidence here there's more evidence of ufos and extraterrestrials on earth right i'm gonna i'll say this there's more evidence of that than some of the 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 theories and 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 some of the assertions that they that they put forth Again, I was under the impression there were nine planets in this in this solar system. Now they were wrong. Anyway, uh, moving on, I want to talk about the recent Spotify poll uh, for the episode "Trapper Reported UFO Crash in 1865 Montana Slash Avi Loeb Once Feds to Disclose UFO Truth." I asked this question. What did Trapper James Lumley see crash in Montana in 1864 or 1865? Uh, now, there's only 34 votes so far. Um, three people, or 8.8%, say it was a meteor. Um, five people, or 14.7%, say nothing, he was lying. And the majority, uh, 26 people, or 76.5%, say extraterrestrial craft. Um I mean, if he's not lying, and I we, here's the whole problem. I don't know. Now, the reporter that interviewed this guy, if you listen to that podcast, the reporter that interviewed this guy for the St. Louis Democrat back in 1865 said that this guy was very sincere, and he believed him. He, he felt compelled to believe this guy's story. And if the guy's story, if he's not lying, and there were actually hieroglyphics on this object that he saw crashed, then it had to be extraterrestrial. What what the hell else could it be, right? It had to be. It must have come from out of this world, right? So that's all I could say. So I'm going to go with the majority on this one. I'm going to I'm going to say that it was an extraterrestrial craft because it, as long I mean we we don't know. Uh, I, I I could be wrong about this, but I think it was an extraterrestrial craft. So that's where I'm at with that. Anyway, uh, I want to say thank you all for joining me. Until next time.